As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. See new things. Try new things. Go back centuries while living in the moment. Forge new paths while discovering old ones. Pedal, paddle, and paint while trekking, tasting, and tailoring experiences that transform you into a better version of yourself. Immerse yourself in the world by activating your mind, your heart, and your body on a river cruise exclusively from Avalon Waterways. Save with limited time offers at AvalonWaterways.com. Avalon is cruising. Elevated. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hey, Ken, did you know that gold is the only currency that's held its value since the dawn of money? Well, I did. Thanks to our friends at Legacy Precious Metals, the most trusted name in gold investing. Investing in gold protects you against inflation and gives you a hedge against stock market volatility. Don't leave your retirement to chance. Call Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or download your free investor's guide now at buylegacygold.com. That's buylegacygold.com. Bienvenido a Kaiser Permanente. El doctor ya te puede ver. Verá que aunque eres muy activo, ahora te cansas más rápido de lo normal. Verá que a menudo almuerzas comida rápida. Verá que pones a tu familia primero y tu salud tiende a caer en segundo o tercer lugar. Y claro que verá que tienes el azúcar alto, igual que tu papá. En Kaiser Permanente trabajamos juntos para ver todo lo que tú eres y darte el cuidado que tú mereces. Kaiser Permanente, para todo lo que tú eres. Ken Champo, it's KFI AM640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. You know, we called this first. We called this during the campaign. We said that uh, Biden is uh, senile, and uh, he's. I, I still don't think he's going to make it all four years. 
and that his brain was shot even before he took the oath of office. And so many in the media said, oh, we won't discuss it. It's inappropriate. It's insulting to the office of the presidency. We just simply would consider such a Well, uh, the Times, that would be the New York Times, over the weekend ran a story by a Peter Baker titled, At 79, Biden is testing the boundaries of age and the presidency. Testing the boundaries. Yes. What a wonderful, politically correct phrase. Mm. Instead of saying he's uh, he's got dementia, Alzheimer's, he's senile, he's bumbling around like a fool. Oh, he's testing the boundaries of age. We're going to be very polite and proper about this. No need to be uh, blunt and straightforward. Biden is already more than a year older than Ronald Reagan was at the end of his two terms as president. And much was made when Reagan was president about age and the presidency. Sure. Of course, people do live longer now than they did even 20, 30 years ago. <laughs> Biden would be asking the country to elect him when he'll be 86 at the end of his second term. Of course, they mentioned that Trump's only a couple of years younger, so it could be two 80-year-olds fighting it out you for know, president in this, 2024. There's got to be a changing of the guard here. It um, really, really does. So here's what they did. It's a sensitive topic in the West Wing. In interviews, <laughs> some sanctioned by the White House and some not. More than a dozen current and former senior officials and advisors uniformly reported, I'm sorry, John, that Mr. Biden is intellectually engaged. Mm -hmm. He does ask smart questions at meetings. Mm -hmm. yeah. He does grill aides on points of dispute, mm -hmm. calling them late at night. Picking out, <laughs> he picked out a weak point on page 14 of a memo. He rewrites speeches. <laughs> He's a whirlwind. He's got so you. much energy, none of us can keep up with him. Oh my, why don't, why don't you... Uh, yes, it says his energy level, while impressive for a man of his age, they do admit was not what it was. He often shuffles when he walks. His aides worry he's going to trip on a wire. Uh -huh. He stumbles over words during uh -huh. public events, and they hold their breath to see if he'll make it to the end without a gaffe. Boy, it looks like we're edging ever so carefully into the truth zone. I have a question. And I, but there are two but, ways that people age, and I saw this in my parents, they were sharp. They were just physically unable. That's how they're portraying Biden. Not uh, uh, demented, you, as you say. Uh, you know what? I think it's the reverse. I think physically he's okay because he's for 80 years old. For 80 yeah. years old, yeah. I think mentally he's in the bag. Because if he And can, they're covering this if, up? Absolutely they're covering this but up. But how come when he well, goes to Europe and meets with the government leaders, there isn't some aide to some French official who decides to well, speak anonymously to the media saying, this guy makes no sense. I have He's a, in the bag, as John Kobelt says over I have in America. a how come. Why doesn't he display any of these talents publicly? Why don't you have him be in a room with... Yeah, a, but neither does he publicly... I mean, the stuff that I want, we play is I, funny, but it doesn't sound like a guy that really is completely senile. But what percentage senile do you have to be that's acceptable in a president? Well... As you know, senility doesn't get better. It only no, gets worse. No, so. what I'm saying is any of that was true, and I don't believe any of it until it's proven to be, you would send him out in public. Let him ask smart questions. 
uh, in public. Let him grill aides on points of dispute. Why don't you grill the reporters on points of dispute? Why don't you uh, become intellectually engaged with all the reporters, with your opponents? Why don't you debate some of the Republicans on the issues of the day? There's so many contentious issues. Say, you know what? I'll stand at a podium. You bring the Republican leader and let's go at it. Bring Trump in here and let's go at it. Why don't you prove that you're intellectually engaged? Th this is just, these are just flat out lies. He's not I think it's somewhere in the middle. He is definitely on the intellectual decline. But, but, I don't think he's as feeble as you portray him. Though. But if, if somebody is only at 50%, at, at that's bad for a president. Yeah, I think he might be 70. Nah, he's worse than that. He, he, he never makes an appearance without, without doing something stupid or saying something well, stupid. He's always on a script. He's never not on a script. He's never in a freewheeling situation. Did you see him with Jimmy Kimmel? Even Jimmy Kimmel made a couple of jokes about how incoherent he was while he was talking. Oh, I know. Well, the interview would have gone viral if he was incoherent, though. But he was. Everybody was just being polite. It, it, the interview was got a fair amount of play because his, his answers weren't really tracking. But the way they you were, portray him, it would be he would just sit there and go, Gaga, Gaga. Because he's, he's president. <laughs> he's got to be 100% to be president. He can't be 70 or 50. I don't because, know. Some of our presidents, I don't even think well, they, they should, were 70. They shouldn't be, they shouldn't be president either. None of these people should be if, if they're brains. George W. Are, Bush had enough verbal George gas. W. Bush had no business being president from day one. He was one of the worst we ever had. They all stink. Uh, yeah, Biden's given just 38 interviews. That's far fewer than Trump, who's no, given okay. 116, Obama 198, the younger Mr. Bush right. 71. Okay, uh, I'll, I'll list you the presidents who are completely intellectually engaged. Obama, absolutely. All right? Uh, uh, Clinton, absolutely. Uh, George, the first George Bush, he had some, some speech ticks, but no, he, yeah, he had his moments, right? But he was absolutely intellectually engaged. George W. I think he killed too many brain cells with the booze. Mm. Trump, Trump, Trump uh, came across like a babbling fool some of the time. I don't know if that was age or his scrambled brain, but no, he didn't always make sense. I'm not partisan on this. I'm I'm just telling you. I you can you can study brains. I study brains. I have like eight of them at home, and I study them. And 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 Biden's brain is shot. Uh, Trump's brain is on the decline. George W. never had a chance because he drank too much. Obama's brain was in excellent condition. So were Clinton's, although he didn't always use it for honest purposes. Uh, first George Bush was all right. Reagan good early, but then he had the decline. He had the Alzheimer's sinking in. Jimmy Carter was always sharp. He was just an incompetent boob. The Times also released a poll along with Siena College that 64% of Democratic voters want somebody else in 24. Well, yeah. Well, that's alarmingly high, do you need, though. Do, 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 yes. The only people who are still approving... 13% said the nation's on the right track. The yeah. lowest point in Times polling since the financial crisis of 2008. Because yeah. nobody, wants, nobody wants to see $6 gas every day. Exactly. Okay, no, nobody wants to see that. No, <clears throat> I, I mean, the only people who approve of Joe Biden are the same people who chant, let's go Dodgers when they're down by 10 runs in the bottom of the ninth. It's just their team, no matter what. Oh, yeah. And they don't want you starting any noise about Trump. So they have to stand right, up exactly. for Biden. He's doing yeah. a great job. He's doing the best he can. Blah, blah, blah. The Trump factor is huge. Why people will not publicly or even privately uh, say to a pollster that Biden's 75% said the economy is extremely important. Only 1% said economic conditions are excellent. That was Elon Musk. <laughs> Holy mackerel. 
and inflation and the cost of living was the key issue. All right. When we come back, first things first, you'll get the keyword for a chance to win $1,000. Then we have some Biden audio, the first of which is being questioned by another progressive media outlet, The Washington Post. This is Biden's story about a 10-year-old girl who had to be taken across state lines to get an abortion because of terrible Ohio abortion laws. That and more coming up. John and Ken, KFI. All right, we're still in Bidenville. The Washington Post headline is a one-source story about a 10-year-old and an abortion goes viral. We're going to play the audio. Now, because of the Roe v. Wade decision, there were Democratic operatives who were urging Biden, this is a good issue for November. Get out there. I tell you what, even better. Go to a state that's usually a toss-up. Ohio, where they have more restrictive abortion laws. Make a big scene there. We actually have something for you to read. And here is what he read. For rape or incest. This isn't some imagined horror. It's already happening. Just last week, it was reported that a 10-year-old girl was a rape victim in Ohio, 10 years old. And she was forced to have to travel out of the state to Indiana to seek to terminate the presidency and maybe save her life. That's last part is my judgment, 10 years old. 10 years old, raped, six weeks pregnant, already traumatized, was forced to travel to another state. Imagine being that little girl. Just, I'm, I'm serious, just imagine being that little girl, 10 years old. A 10 year old girl should be forced to give birth to a rapist's child? I can tell you what I don't. I can't think of anything as much more extreme. What did he say there? I can tell you what I don't? Mm -hmm. Hey, you're the one who still thinks he's at uh, 70%. He also said presidency, not pregnancy. Oh, did he? He said presidency? Yes. In that clip? Oh, to seek to terminate the presidency and maybe save her life. Oh, that's he did. Well, I think, Look at that. Even you're declining. That's a good, that's a good you're idea. You're not picking up on his gaffes. Ter terminate the presidency is an excellent idea. Uh, I'm for uh, early abortion of presidencies. Let's examine this story because the Washington Post did. On July 1st, the Indianapolis Star, also known as the Indy Star, published an article written by the newspaper's medical writer about how women seeking abortions have been traveling from Ohio to Indiana where less restrictive abortion laws are in place. The headline blared, patients head to Indiana for abortion services as other states restrict care. That was the headline. But it was an, the anecdotal beginning that caught the attention of other news organizations. The article said that three days after the court ruling, an Indianapolis obstetrician gynecologist by the name of Caitlin Bernard, who performs abortions, received a call from a child abuse doctor in Ohio who had a 10-year-old patient who was six weeks and three days pregnant, Unable to get an abortion in Ohio, the girl was on her way to Indiana to Bernard's care. The only source cited for the anecdote was Bernard. She's on the record, but there's no indication the newspaper made any other attempts to confirm her account. Of course not. In fact, the story's lead reporter did not respond to a query asking whether additional sourcing was obtained. Because it wasn't. Right. Because what do you have here? You have very progressive women who uh, abortion rights are the most important thing in their lives. So they're going to say whatever they have to say to try to create a hostile climate to abortion restrictions. That's the purpose of this. You know what this is exactly like? This is like the fake stories about Brett Kavanaugh. They were started by women who were afraid that the Supreme Court was going to overturn Roe versus Wade. So they had to knock off what they perceived were these right-wing justices before they got confirmed. So they found this woman who claimed that she was jumped by Kavanaugh. 
you know, back in high school days. And then they dug up Julie Swetnick and Michael Avenatta. It's like, oh, he was running, he was running orgies. He was running uh, um, uh, trains in on women. And and they, they you know, they they were they were having um, all all this group sex that Kavanaugh would organize. Remember that stuff? Yeah. It was, so it was all made up because the abortion proponents were in a state of panic. And so that's what they're doing here. They come up with a story that has no name, no specific location, no details, no nothing. All it has is an abortion doctor. And further on, it gets even more curious. Well, what do you think an abortion uh, doctor Under Ohio biases? law, a physician as mandated reporter under Ohio's code would be required to report any case of known or suspected physical, sexual, or emotional abuse of neglect of a child to their local child welfare law enforcement agency. Well, nobody in Ohio got any reports mm -hmm. of this. So Bernard's colleague would have had to make such a report to law enforcement at the same time he or she contacted Bernard. Presumably then a criminal case would have opened. Bernard declined to identify to the fact checker, her colleague, or the city where the child was located. Mm -hmm. Quote, thank you for reaching out. I'm sorry, but I don't have any more information to share. So, yeah, so they're all going to go quiet because they accomplished what they wanted to do. And here is the explanation in the post. The story quickly caught fire because... Becoming a headline in newspapers around the world is really easy now because news organizations have uh, laid off a lot of their writers. And so what they do is they aggregate, repackage reporting from everywhere else if they think it's a good story. So this story now popped up in 100 other, 1,000 other newspapers, wire services all around the world because, hey, wow, this is going to get clicks. We don't know if it's true. That's what they say. It's what the Indianapolis Star says. We're not saying it. it's what this abortion doctor's saying. But what the hell? We'll get we'll get a million and a half clicks. So suddenly it shows up in the Daily Mail out of London, the London Guardian, the Jerusalem Post, the Bangladesh Weekly, CNN on uh, their Sunday morning interview show. They had Dana Bash, and she was beating on the South Dakota governor, a woman named Christy Nome. Uh, about about this 10-year-old story, and Noam had to tap dance sing. The story was tragic. The focus should be on the r rapist, blah, 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 blah. So um, there's no story here. What's the name of the kid? What town is she from? Who 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 performed the abortion? Yeah, the governor's oh, office said it would be hard to confirm anything. We don't know the local jurisdiction to narrow down the search. And the rape of a 10-year-old would be newsworthy. By the way, I looked online on Wikipedia... They actually have a list of every recorded birth by a 10-year-old in the United States and around the world. It's not that long a list. And in the last 60 years, there's only been nine. Nine 10-year-olds yes. have given birth. Well, supposedly girls are hitting puberty younger, but yeah, it's still, it it's, says here it's pretty rare it says that a 10-year-old would have an abortion. It's extremely rare. Extremely, extremely rare. You have nine documented cases of birth since 1960. And, and they, they, they have a lot of the details here. And, and just as a curious aside, they have who got the girl pregnant. And in uh, every case, oh, it's a boyfriend of the mother, a uh, boyfriend of the sister, a stepfather, a caregiver, a neighbor, it's somebody really close to the girl who does the rape and does the, the, uh, the pregnancy. All right. So, when we come back, we, we have a couple more pieces of audio. Biden got heckled today. 
he was signing this new gun bill, but apparently the father of one of those who was killed in the Parkland, Florida school shooting from back in 2018 thought this wasn't enough. And we have a word salad. John from Kamala Harris on Roe v. Wade. Another great word salad. I was hungry. Or they say a random word generator. (laughs) Yeah, that's another one I read. that She comes up with random word generators. (laughs) All right, John and Ken, KFI. You know, yesterday was a special day. It was. A little Uh, birdie told us, huh? Yeah. Somebody's birthday yesterday. Ken's birthday yesterday. So. Deborah wanted to sing to you. Well, we decided that we wanted to do something special for you, Ken, to mark your birthday that we didn't know about until today. We remembered it was yesterday and remembered it today. So here we go. So go ahead, sing. Happy Happy birthday birthday to you. you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Ken. Happy birthday to you. With many more on Channel 4. Now, we predicted you'd freeze us out if we did that. Crickets? Yeah, there you go. Yep, see, we knew it. We know our Ken. Total freeze out. (laughs) Oh, are we back? I just came in the room. What happened? (laughs) Oh, well, we can do it again. (laughs) No, I love it. Do it again because I've decided that's a smart thing to do. You people do this just because you know it gets to me. So, yeah, right. If I pretended all these years that I loved it, mm-hmm. I would have been done with this. <laughs> so that means you secretly enjoy it. We love you, Ken. Well, don't go crazy. Happy birthday, Ken. It's not my birthday. It was yesterday. It was yesterday. Doesn't count. It's the federal holiday rolls over you to the following Monday. missed it. It's done. Happy belated birthday. All right, coming up after 4 o'clock, we're going to talk about the monkey pox. Coming on the show is Dr. Jeffrey Klausner. He kind of reached out to us, wanting to know if we wanted to talk more about it. Oh, it's been we'll, a... we'll never turn down a monkeypox segment. Yes, it's not exactly COVID uh, in terms of its uh, transmission, either the way it's transmitted or the number of people. And, and again, nobody's died. I had to tell somebody this over the weekend. Because some people like to get hyped up mm-hmm. over oh, I know. the latest medical. They're, they're, they're going through uh, a withdrawal. They've had so much uh, like adrenaline running for the last two and a half years. Right. Uh, worried about COVID. It's like now, oh man, life's kind of boring, isn't it? I'm not panicked. They not, did, although not... I think it's at least the media's kind of withdrawn a lot of stories. Well, because they didn't they get, realized they didn't you get can't. hits. <laughs> because the truth is, if you don't know anybody, like mm. eventually people knew somebody that got COVID. Right. If you don't know anybody that got monkeypox, it doesn't become a story of right. interest to you. It does. No, so it's and not you, transmitting it. Those then you ways. find out a lot of the transmission is through sex. And it's like, oh, well, I don't really want to hear about sexual people's sexual practices. Uh, we're going to talk about, uh, well, we're still in Bidenville because we got to play this piece of audio. This just happened today. Joe got a little upset because he got heckled. There was a celebration on the South Lawn of the White House to sign this new gun legislation that passed with bipartisan support, which doesn't happen anymore. So that's why it was being trumped as uh, triumphed. It's very little. <laughs> this is a wildly overblown gun pill. 
not gonna, yeah. it's not gonna stop any of these shootings. Then why did, yeah, that's right. So why did we have the July Fourth shooting in Chicago? The bill had passed. Well, of oh, course. Biden hadn't signed it yet. So. Oh yeah, right. No, he yeah. actually signed it last month. That's right. He signed it before. This was just a celebration of the bill. It's, yeah. It did. It, it. But but fine. It gives them everybody something to run on. It's going to be in all the campaign commercials. So usually what they do is they invite family members of the victims, and they did, and they invited some family members of those killed in Parkland, Florida, at the Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School mass shooting on Valentine's Day in 2018. And, uh, well, this bill didn't sit well with uh, one of the family members in the audience. Uh, It's a man by the name of Manuel Oliver. Here we go. Today's many things is proof that despite the naysayers, we can make meaningful progress on dealing with gun violence. Because make no mistake, sit down, you'll hear what I have to say. If you think... You Let me finish my comment. Let him talk. Let him talk. No one okay? Because make no mistake about it. This legislation is real progress, but more has to be done. So what the guy was yelling you could barely hear it in the background. First, Joe just said immediately, sit down. You'll hear what I have to say. Because the guy stood up and started yelling. He started yelling, you have to do more than this. You have to open an office in the White House. I've been trying to tell you this for years and years. And that's when Biden said, well, we have an office in the White House. Let me finish my comments. Um, Well... You it was know, escorted out of the event, by the way. The of father. course, because that's what you do to the father, the grieving father of a dead child, is you tell him to sit down and escort him out because you got this old fool up there taking credit for this weaselly, mealy mouth bill that isn't going to stop a single one of these uh, murder sprees. It's not going to stop no. any of them. And there's nothing more galling than when Biden or any of these characters gets up and makes it sound like this is a world-shaking event. We've just passed a bill that you did not. It's not going to stop any of this stuff. So stop lying. Stop misleading people. And you know what? Everybody sitting there in the audience shouldn't put up with this kind of weak uh, these kind of weak bills. This is all just election cover. So they're all running for office, and they want, all want to take the issue off the table. Yeah, apparently at a news conference later, Oliver said, I just told the president, who I know personally, who I voted for, who I campaigned for, Biden, you've got to do more. I have nothing to lose. I don't have a problem by saying the way what I said to him. You cannot be polite with gun violence because gun violence is not polite with you. Uh, You know what? The, The federal government can't do anything about this. And that's what's frustrating everyone involved. They can't do anything about this. This kid, uh, the last one in Highland Park, uh, was 21, and he went through four background checks. The biggest thing in this new law is enhanced background checks between the ages of 18 and 21. Used to to be 21, now it's 18 to 21, and I don't know what enhanced background checks are, but the kid went through four background checks. What you had was a complete failure on the uh, part of the parents, obviously, his whole life, and a complete failure by the Highland Park Police Department because they were called over there twice when uh, terrible things were happening, and they didn't record any of the uh, crimes that this kid committed to get it on the record. So if the police and the parents and everyone else involved in his life is going to fail, Joe Biden signing a a weak uh, stream bill is not going to change anything. And the the guy was right to call him out. All right, so the last piece of audio we're going to play from this crowd is 
Kamala Harris. You know, when we visited Kamala Harris last week, she seemed to like the word seriously. Remember how many times mm-hmm. she said seriously during a 20, 30 second clip we played? This time she made an appearance on CBS News, talked to her correspondent Robert Costa, who again, groan, had to ask her about the Roe v. Wade decision. We have the question and her answer. Here we go. When you look back, did Democrats fail past Democratic presidents, congressional leaders to not codify Roe v. Wade over the past five decades? I think that, to be very honest with you, Uh I I do believe that we should have rightly believed, but we certainly believe that certain (laughs) issues are just settled. Certain issues are just settled. Clearly we're not. No, that's right. And that's why I do believe that we are living, sadly, in um, real unsettled times. (laughs) Wow. So the key word there was settled and unsettled, which Mm. she used one, two, three, four times. And I believed, right. She did three uh, believed. I do believe we should have rightly believed. The question was simple. Basically, when you had control of Congress, why didn't you Democrats codify the right to an abortion, the federal protection? That's all he wanted to... Why didn't you do that? You know why? Why wasn't it a priority? You worked on Obamacare over time. They didn't have the votes in their own party to do that. That's why. That could be the case. That was the case. Um, They had full control under Obama for uh, two years, and they had full control under Clinton Clinton for for two years. And in both cases... Because uh, I read a story about this, uh, they were trying to uh, try and they, they, you know some thought uh, a particular law was too strict, some thought it was too loose, and they couldn't get both sides to agree on exactly what the right place would be, like exactly how many weeks. Yeah. They couldn't they couldn't come to agreement, so they passed nothing. So you know it, it's like everything uh, when when Republican voters elect a Republican president in Congress, those guys usually botch up whatever issues they were sent to implement, and the, the Democrats do that over and over again. When when Obama and the Democratic Congress ran things, they did nothing about illegal alien illegal aliens, and they did nothing about uh, abortion. So you get your shot, you know, maybe once every twenty years, where you have full control of all three branches of government and you gotta that's your shot yeah you got it exactly right and obama put it all on obamacare which he right. did get passed but that's right. all he could do i mean right. he's trying to get the amnesty passed which had a marginal effect but you know the the, the the debate was blown a million times out of proportion i mean most people have always had insurance and maybe he got another 10 percent insured or eight percent or whatever the number is but you know it, it's just that but by the way, I was, I was looking uh, with all the polling out, what are the most important issues and uh, that people will be voting on in November? And I think inflation and other economic issues are about 63 uh, percent of the public feels that inflation is the most important issue. You know how, what percent of people think that abortion is the most important issue? Five Single percent. digits? Five yeah. percent. And among men, one percent. <laughs> well, yeah, and I've never run into that guy whose most important issue is abortion. I mean, that guy—if uh, if abortion is most important to that guy—he ought to reel it in a little bit. 
Well, unless it's somebody that's afraid if he gets a woman pregnant, she can't have an abortion. That would be tough for him. Yeah. <laughs> Think about that crowd. I, yeah, I know. I sort of wonder how many guys want abortion to continue just as, you know, a safety valve. <laughs> they don't get stuck with this child support payments. All right. Uh, we got more coming up, including a lady that just, how's the song go? She had a bad day. Coming up next. John and Ken, KFI. All right. We'll get the full rundown on the monkeypox coming up after the news at 4 o'clock. We'll bring Dr. Jeffrey Klausner back to the John and Ken show. That'll be after 4 o'clock. We bring you this story, and it's under the category of she really had a bad day. Albany, New York. CBS 6 anchor Heather Kovar has gone viral. Because apparently she was doing a broadcast of the news, teleprompter reading, and it wasn't going too well. We have a clip. More than 50 million people across the country southeast are under warnings for excessive heat. And boy, don't you know that? 105 degrees in Texas today. I just spoke with my mother. That's what she's dealing with. It's a major heat wave. And it is, it's it's just hitting everywhere. We're so lucky. It's only 80 degrees here. We are really lucky here in the capital region. I mean, let me tell you about that. These areas are reaching such areas. I mean, it's Houston, Austin, San Antonio. I mean, they're not expected. It has happened. Like, you don't need us telling you that it's bad. It's like, like people are being told to like stay inside, drink a lot of water. And we are just lucky. This weekend right here is so amazing. Uh, uh, meteorologist Craig Adams right here with you. Why did I say that? Of course, clearly, like here, we're taking a live look over uh, downtown Albany. And, and of course, just like me, meteorologist Craig Gold is working a double shift. And so um, he's in. And we've been, we've been tracking this. And, you know, we've been talking about just like what it's been like across the country and the different reasons that why it's so hot in other areas. This is all and we're one having really nice weather here. So let's get over here? to uh, Craig I Gold. I don't know. Hey, yep. Craig. All right. Good evening, Heather. And yeah, the weather has been quite nice here. Aren't you glad you have me? Remarking on there's warm weather in the country. How does that happen? Texas has got a heat wave. Who would know? Well, it makes you seem restrained. (laughs) Apparently, this was one line, too. Evacuations have been ordered for the town of Medford, Oklahoma, with unknown fatalities and injuries. Then she says, injuries are unknown in this situation. All right. So, well, hello. Good afternoon. Wow. (laughs) <laughs> like I was telling you this morning, I just I just watched us this morning. I just, if you watched us this morning, I told you, you know what? What a beautiful day outside. It's just amazing. So, so she's clearly ad libbing. But what is she on? But well, that, that, there's, there's some there's something in uh, sloshing around in her brain there. Uh, she was booze? suspended, and you're gonna laugh, but she's saying the reason is she's exhausted. <laughs> Yeah, that's the last refuge is exhaustion. That's what she just came back from a leave because her father died and they gave her all these different shifts to work. Mm -hmm. And she's very tired. Right. Every time a celebrity ends up in drug rehab, uh, their PR agents always claim she's been hospitalized for exhaustion. Not that she uh, blew her brains out on cocaine. That is usually the standby publicist response. I have never known anyone in life that went to the hospital because they were tired. Because when you're exhausted, you go home. You just go to sleep. You go to bed. Right. 
It's like de- maybe de- they needed special fluids, right? They needed. Um, <laughs> you, you drink some Gatorade if you're dehydrated. No, they need to, <laughs> those those intravenous. Uh, yeah, I love. It. Yeah, hospitalized for dehydration, right? Yeah, hospitalized for exhaustion. Yeah, dehydration they use a lot uh, how, too. Yeah, how about uh, you were bleeding out at your nose from all the coke? She's uh, well. There's no evidence she's using drugs, but. Well, um, yes, there is that whole thing. Yeah, but I mean, she's not admitting that, so you can't <laughs> accuse somebody of being a drug user. Oh, yeah, I can. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's either booze or drugs. It's not that. Uh, that's not exhaust. Affecting. How can you talk that fast if you're that tired? Yeah, she really went into a whole, you know, Valley Girl thing there, didn't she? Yeah. It's like, you know, it's so warm, and I was just. My mother said it's very and, hot. And then she pulled the dead relative card to try to. Uh, Shield yourself from criticism. Yeah, she issued a statement on Friday. I notified the station I would not be renewing my contract with expires July 31. Mm-hmm. Saturday, I was scheduled to work the early morning 6 a.m. shift and the evening shift. I was sleep deprived and mm-hmm. exhausted. Right. Remember, she's no. teleprompter reading. It's yeah. not like she's driving a truck across no. country here. So. I see how it wipes Deborah out from time to time. Oh, they, yeah. Uh, it yeah. exhausts me. <laughs> We've had to roll IV uh, into the. <laughs> Yeah, your studio there. Yeah, we have. So. I, IV bags. And you know these small town TV stations don't pay a lot. Albany, New York, I don't think that's exactly no. a gold position for a TV uh, <laughs> newscaster. <laughs> All right, when we return, we will be talking monkeypox. And our guest once again, although we had him on a lot about COVID, but he's coming on this time to talk about the monkeypox. Uh, Dr. Jeffrey Klausner at UCLA, USC there, rather. There's now a uh, vaccine supply here in L.A. County. Right. In case you're at risk. John and Ken show. Deborah Mark has the news. KFI AM 640. It's never been more important to diversify your financial portfolio. Well, that's right. The S&P is down 20% from the last year, and this year looks even worse. Gold and precious metals offer a hedge against inflation and stock market volatility. And Legacy Precious Metals is the company Ken and I trust. Protect your retirement account by rolling it into a gold-backed IRA or have metals shipped directly to your door. Call our friends at Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or visit buylegacygold.com. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Are the old world picturesque shores of Europe calling you? Set sail on an adventure with Avalon Waterways. Enjoy an elevated cruising experience. Avalon Waterways offers smaller ships, bigger experiences with fewer people and more of, well, everything good about river cruising. Don't just dream about quaint towns and cobblestone villages. See them for yourself and make lasting memories. Discover limited time offers today at avalonwaterways.com.